Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now do you remember that time we did a row where it was four, three, two, one minutes and we increased our stroke rate and our pace? Well, we're going to do that again, except when last time we did it twice, today we're doing it three times. So it's going to be four minutes at 20 strokes a minute at a low intensity, then three minutes at 24 strokes a minute and round about six seconds faster. Then we're going to go two minutes at round about 28 strokes a minute and another six seconds faster. And then we're going to do one minute at round about 30, 32 strokes a minute and really kind of like however fast you can go at that point. Bearing in mind that you then get one and a half minutes rest this time, so you can be nice to your life. Last time it was only one minute um, but then you're doing it again and then you rest and then you do it again so you kind of you're looking at being able to pace yourself here at a point where you're not absolute fly and die as they call it on that last one minute you want to work hard but you're not just going to go rah 50 strokes a minute in order to get it done that's the important part so how this row is supposed to feel is it's supposed to feel easy a little bit tougher kind of hard wow that's really hard but then because of the rest you get you're able to do it again and you're able to do it again overall is this row it's gonna be kind of you're gonna call it hard okay because of these um these little one minute really kind of fast sections it's gonna be a tough row but there's a lot of easy rowing in there and so this is about kind of building up your ability to stay on the rowing machine working hard for a little bit longer mental strength physical strength wow it's an amazing amount of a strength builder right so we're gonna do a four minute warm-up to get into our main row and before we can even get there we have to set up our machine now in an Aveyron that means setting your resistance set it to wherever you are used to having it on the majority of your rows on this warm-up I've got mine set to 10 and I'm gonna bump up to 12 for the main row but you set it to where you want it to be if you're using the Aveyron app for concept 2 I want you to set your drag factor to wherever you normally set it so if you normally row at 130 drag factor that's where to set it to Day. If you don't know about drag factor, just set your lever to five and then read up about drag factor after this row. Next up, let's go to your foot stretcher heights, foot straps, whatever you want to, however you want to look at it. And what you're looking for is to get into a height where you're able to come into the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position comfortably and without your heels coming too far off the foot plate. So you're able to come up a little bit, but not massively. A good guide here is that the strap should cover the balls of your feet, which is usually around about the bottom lace on your shoe. But what I always say, it's, if you don't know, if you've never done this before, set it there at first and then think about comfort. Because if you're set too high, then it can get a little bit tough to get to that vertical position. If you're set too low, you can go past, you lose the connection at the front, which means you lose power, your backside goes out behind you, and it's just not as good a row. Okay, so this four minute warm up, we're going to do it at around about 20 strokes a minute, and we're just going to start off at a very light intensity, almost as though you're standing up from a squat, okay? And then after a minute, we'll add a little bit of intensity. Two minutes worth of drills, we're done, we then move into the main row. You're right, great. Super I'm speaking so fast today. <sighs> so if you're okay to get rowing, let's get started in three, two, one. Let's go. Don't really have any excuse for why I'm speaking like a motor mouth today. It's a little bit warmer. Wouldn't say it's warm, it's Scotland after all, but it's a little bit warmer. <laughs> so anyway, what you're looking for in this first minute is just to work on the timing between the push of your feet and your hands connecting the handle to the machine so you feel the power going in. So you push at exactly the same time as the connection. And what will help is if you think about getting your upper body into the right position. And that means tilting forwards towards the front of the machine to round about a one o'clock angle on the clock face. And with straight arms, you're then in a perfect 
position to push and get that timing right and push with the legs to get the power in. Two more here and then we're going to push a little harder with our legs. So just increase the amount of force you're putting in and what you're really looking for is an exertion where it no, no longer feels like really easy easy. You now know that you're exercising on a rowing machine but it should not feel hard. It shouldn't feel like your heart rate's going through the roof and you're breathing really heavily. It should just be that your heart rate is climbing and your breathing rate goes up a bit. I mean, listen to me, I'm hardly taking any breaths here. Says he as he stops <laughs> talking. <laughs> but, and that's the point is that it's like, you should be able to talk while rowing at this intensity. And it should really just feel as though you're climbing upstairs. That's really it. And this is kind of run about the pace you'll be doing the 20 strokes a minute at in today's main session. So keep an eye on how fast you're rowing. But we're going to take one more and then take one foot out, put it on the ground, continue rowing. And this helps with that compression into the front. Having only one leg strapped in means you're not kind of all bound up at the front so you should be able to squash in properly to that shins vertical position and that forwards tilt let's swap feet don't worry if it takes you longer than me to get in and out if you lose a couple more seconds that's fine this is just a drill to get your body moving to open up your hips with that forwards tilt and then that swing to the back but we're about to work more on that in the next minute and the next two drills that we do let's take one more here and then both feet back in tighten up legs straight and then roll with your back and arms so swing over your hips pull in your arms out with your arms rock forwards over your hips again and this really should be like a pendulum as you just tilt forwards tilt back forwards and back this isn't about rounding your lower back it's about tilting forwards and backwards one more here and let's roll into the front with straight arms and that forwards tilt and push out and you're just rowing with your legs only so keep those arms straight as you push out with your legs and I want you to try and hold this forwards tilt as you do so you will recoil a little bit at the back don't worry about that as long as you get back into that forwards tilt as you roll forwards into the front again let's take one more and that's us done with the warm-up now you can continue doing some light rowing have a quick drink but continue doing some light rowing and i'm going to quickly describe one more time what it is we're doing today Okay then, so today's row is going to be 4, 3, 2, 1 minutes with 90 seconds rest in between. We're going to start off at 20 strokes a minute and round about that kind of second minute of the warm-up just then, that nice low intensity. Then we're going to go up to 24 strokes a minute and increase our pace round about 6 seconds. Then up to 28 and another 6 seconds faster. And then up to round about 30, 32 and probably, hopefully, another 6 seconds faster, okay? But just make sure you get the increases as your stroke rate goes up, okay? In those 
one and a half minutes rest, you can stop, have a drink and rest. You can continue doing some light rowing or I am gonna show you just like basically that last drill we were doing um, where we were just get at the back and we were kind of coming forwards and just kind of getting used to this kind of hip rock. That's what I'm gonna do over the minute and a half rest if I remember to do it um, because it's quite an important thing to do for people to kind of really get an idea of that hip rock, okay? so. We're gonna get into this, remember it's four minutes to start, at 20 strokes a minute at that low intensity. Start off at that low intensity, that 2K plus kind of 18 to 20 if that's how you work. Five out of 10 effort, zone two heart rate. Start off slow and build up your pace here. Don't start up fast because then you've got nowhere left to go, okay? So let's get going in five, four, three, two, one. And we're off. So 20 strokes a minute, remember low intensity. I can't say that enough. Because <laughs> what, really what you don't want to be doing here is starting off kind of going, this is boring. These slow, low stroke rate pieces. This is dull. I'm going to go fast. And then as you increase your rate, maybe when you went out to 24, you could kind of increase this time by only about four seconds because you're already going too fast. And then when you're up at 28, you're starting to kind of spin out and you're like, I've got nowhere else to go. And part, part of the point of this row is control. It's teaching you how this push from your legs is kind of the primary way to control your speed. You add power by pushing with the legs. And you can use that power just on its own and hold a stroke rate, or you can add in that power to create a faster drive speed, which then helps you increase your stroke rate. And a combination of both then means that you're going a fair bit faster. And that's what from a kind of rowing experience point of view, a session like this will hopefully kind of unlock that control about how 20 strokes a minute, you're rowing at say 157 pace, but then up at 30, you're 137 pace. And you kind of get used to knowing that this is how your body responds to the power and the stroke rate. So when it comes to trying to pace yourself for any kind of row you're doing, you start to learn what your body can handle. And you know when you're going too fast and you need to back off, or you know when you're going too slow and you need to increase. And so today's row takes you through that from these easy starts up through the next two rates that are a bit more tempo, and then the higher rate, which you're kind of getting up close to max. And that final max minute, you should be working pretty much as hard as you can without, like I say, fly and die, which is where you just, you're racing up and down the rail as quick as possible. 
putting the most amount of power in you can. And the die part is when you basically just can't hold that up anymore. It's not that you actually, <laughs> that would be a bad rule. But that's kind of your strategy for a 100 meter or even a one minute time trial is that fly and die approach. But anything else, you have to pace it somehow. So that's what today's row is hopefully going to help with. So we're coming to the close of our first easy four minutes. And we're going to increase up to 24 strokes a minute in three strokes time. So keep an eye on your pace right now. Last one here. And let's push a little harder with our legs, which gives us a faster drive speed, which means the time it might, the amount of time it takes for you to push with the legs, swing with your back, and then pull in your arms. And if you complement a faster drive speed with a slightly faster recovery, then that should be all it takes for you to get from 20 to 24 strokes a minute. And of course the cheat code here is just to look at your timer and take one stroke every two and a half seconds. So as long as you hit every five and every zero, like 10, 20, 30, I mean, usually the one in between takes care of itself. And like in the same way that 20 strokes a minute is one every three seconds. Unfortunately, 28, which we're doing in just under a minute and a half, isn't quite as easy <laughs> to use the counter for. So you kind of have to get a feel for it, find your rhythm. That's the same for every rate eventually. You can look at the counter, you can watch me, you can find whatever hack you need, but you're trying to find a rhythm and flow to the stroke so that you can pretty much close your eyes and stay at the stroke rate you're aiming for, especially down here at 24, there's enough time for you to find a rhythm. The higher rates might get a bit tougher. Speaking of which, in 15 seconds time, we're gonna go up to run about 28 strokes a minute. So just push hard with the legs to get there. Two more strokes. You ready? Here we go. So push harder. That gives you a faster 
drive speed. And then the recovery, this is where technique starts to play a much more important role just in the way you can control stroke rate. Technique's obviously important for power, etc. but the key here is your handle flow as you come from the finish into the recovery. And that is to let the handle come into your chest, but then let it release instantly. Control it, you're basically pulling in at the same speed, or sorry, you're letting it go at the same speed you pull it in at. So you're not throwing it away like you're scared of it. You're still finding a rhythm. But the handle away starts the momentum of your body going forwards. Hang on 10 seconds. And then we go up to 30, 32. One more. Here we go. Push harder. Aim for one stroke every two seconds. And hopefully you are rowing around 18 to 20 seconds faster than you started this workout at. If you're going faster, that's amazing. Don't worry if you're not as much either, as long as you're progressively going faster through the stroke rates. Okay, three, two, one, and let's take 90 seconds rest. This is where my maths could all fall apart. Remember and have a quick drink. Oh, if you need to. And then you'll see how I'm rowing through this minute and a half. I'm doing that drill with the legs straight and then I'm swinging the back, pulling the arms, out with the arms and then rock forwards. And there's a reason behind this. It's because this is what you should be doing within the rowing stroke. Okay, so the legs drive, then the back swings, then you pull in your arms, then you release the arms, rock forwards, and then your knees bend. 
Oh. So you want to be forwards rock, arms straight, in the right position from an upper body point of view before your knees bend. Right, hang on. Two more of these for me. Three, two, one. Let's get back to that low intensity. 20 strokes a minute. And this should, compared to the one minute we just finished at, this should feel kind of like you're rowing through air right now. The end of the last interval was so frantic that this will now feel like a walk in the park, I hope. And do try and return to the same pace you were rowing at last time as well. So you're at 20 strokes a minute. And if you were rowing at 157 last time, I want you rowing at 157 now too. And just to kind of seal off what I was saying before, arms away, body rock, then knees. And that gets you in the perfect position for the next stroke. But also, by making sure you do your full tilt before you start sliding forwards, it's a great way to improve and stabilize your posture. Hinge forwards over your hips. Because what can happen often for people that have a very lazy recovery into the front is that because they're already sliding and they tend to tug on the foot straps in order to get themselves forwards, the posture collapses. And the reason you want good posture is to be able to get into that forwards tilt to get the timing right between feet and hands. But it's also about efficiency of power that being in this forwards tilt, your leg power just travels through your body into your arms and into your hands without your back interrupting it. Whereas if you have a slumped posture, everything goes through your lower back. And that is where a lot of discomfort in the back comes from. It's not rowing per se that's causing it. It's your posture that's compounding the issue. So that's why you want to be in the right position and then slide forwards. And that drill, as us three minutes down after this stroke, got one more to go. That drill that I'm doing in the rest is the perfect way to practice it. It's just to get used to that hinge over your hips on your sit bones coming forwards. And then you can incorporate it into your actual row. I was actually doing a coaching web chat with a guy called John yesterday. And this is why I was telling him to do is do interval workouts, but in the rest periods, concentrate on that recovery at the back 
be in the right position before you slide forwards. Okay, where are we? Our three more strokes to go. Two more, and then we're gonna go up to 24 again. You ready? Let's push harder with the legs, faster drive speed, slightly faster or quicker recovery. It's only four strokes a minute faster you're doing, so it's not like this shouldn't feel a huge amount faster. But remember, you're looking to hit around about the same pace as before. A six second difference-ish. As long as you're seeing a difference. I do catch myself sometimes where I talk about this stuff from my experience, my point of view, my pace changes, which I know sometimes, or I hope sometimes, is helpful in that when I find it tricky and I start to get fatigued, it usually hits around about the same time that you do. But where it's a little kind of, or less helpful, I suppose, is when I'm talking specific numbers. And what I don't want is for you to panic or feel like you're not doing it right if you aren't rowing at 157 down to 150 and you're kind of stroke rate changes. It's all down to you and how you're rowing. It's the beauty of the rowing machine and doing these workouts as a timed thing, is as long as you're putting in a similar amount of effort to me, it doesn't matter what your screen says pace-wise. This should feel kind of about six or seven out of 10 intensity. Shouldn't feel really hard, but you know if you're gonna do this for half an hour, you would be tired by the end. And in 30 seconds, we're gonna to increase to 28, where if you were gonna hold it for half an hour, you'd be pretty much spent by the end. And in the last set, it's unlikely you'd be able to do it for half an hour. Okay, four more strokes. Two more. And let's Increase, push harder with the legs, hold your forward tilt to help the power from your legs. And you'll feel you're bracing against the handle with more force than you were in the previous two intervals or chunks, the four and the three. And as a result of bracing more powerfully, your follow through 
at the back of the machine as you pull in will also be a little more powerful and a little more a little faster a little quicker which lets you recover the handle away from you a little quicker and that helps you get into that slide because handles away your body rocks forwards and that creates the forwards momentum you need to just bend your knees to recover to the front so you shouldn't need to pull the foot straps at all Ooh. you can tell I'm starting to find it tougher my speech pattern is slowing down okay two more last one here and let's take it up one minute at 30 to 32 strokes per minute remember that timing at the front try to push your legs the same time your hands connect so your backside doesn't escape behind you and lose potential leg drive okay almost there almost there five strokes to go five four three two one oh take it easy for 90. and here you don't have to worry if you're following me about intensity all I want you to do is slow it right down so this shouldn't add any exhaustion intensity whatever you want to call it to your rowing your heart rate should be coming down even though you're still moving the point is just to get used to the sequence here and you're only connecting to the machine to get a decent kind of feel for it here but you're just looking for the sequencing of back rock pull release forward rock hopefully you've had a drink I've not it's too late for me now it's almost 15 seconds to go if you haven't had a drink quickly squeeze one in and then we're going to get into the next one in I'll count you from five five four three two one remember we're at 20 strokes a minute low intensity and right I'll tell you a story 
I try not to make, well, as I say, I try not to make these about me, but quite clearly I do, so <laughs> I, won't, I won't start off with a lie, but hopefully it'll help. So I started learning something new. There's a purpose behind it, which will come clear soon enough, but I've started learning how to kayak. I know you're all saying, why aren't you learning how to row on the water if you're going on the water? Well, the biggest reason will again become clear, but a huge amount of it is that I wanted to learn something in the same way that I'm trying to teach you folks. Okay, so I was looking for something that was similar to rowing, but not actually rowing, because I mean, I could be absolutely rubbish on the water, but also think I'd have a step up because of all the rowing I do here. Whereas although in a kayak, you're on the water, it's not the same as rowing. But what is similar is I was out Saturday morning doing a lesson and the coach was saying all these things to me, like, remember your posture. It's not about pulling, it's about using your body. And you were saying, slow it right down so that you can work on the sequence and how to move. And then you can worry about power another day. Don't be too eager to go fast right from day one. And I'm like, I've heard all this somewhere before. And it's from me when I'm talking to you. To you. So it all absolutely applies, especially that idea of slowing things down to get used to how your body should be moving. Because if you compare the amount of control that you have over your stroke right now, you've got all the time in the world. Whereas if you look at how you're rowing for the final minute, when we're up at 30 odd strokes a minute, I'm hoping that you'll agree with me here that there's just not enough time to think about what you're doing. It's your natural ground in muscle memory stroke that kicks in at that point because your conscious brain just doesn't have enough time to think handle, rock, knees, legs, body, arms, blah, blah, blah. Oh, come on, microphone, say it away. And so that's the reason, or one of the huge reasons I'm learning to kayak, is so that I can go back to the beginning on something and become more empathetic with how you are getting on as I'm talking to you about technique on the rowing machine. But I understand it's easy for me to say this stuff, but it's not as easy to do it. Okay. Two more strokes. One more. And let's whip up to 24 strokes a minute. I do hope I got my mass right today. I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, yeah, so 
I'm hoping that it's going to help me think about where the where are the points where are the times where you could do with just knowing how to focus on something I'm saying and in today's row that focus comes from those rest intervals that we were doing where you were then able to just focus purely on that body rock even in a way that during the warm-up you don't really get a chance to do because it's only 30 seconds long and you know you're about to move into something else so anyway that's what I'm doing I like learning new things anyway like I say as much as it is different rowing on the water is too similar to rowing here and yes I would have to spend a long time learning how to get it right but I would still feel like cheating I prefer to go from zero which trust me the way I kayak I'm at zero <laughs> okay so we're coming up to one minute left at 24 hopefully I really am hoping that you are experiencing this the same way as me where right now I'm needing to concentrate on pushing to keep the pace where it was before and to keep the stroke rate up my heart rate is in zone 3 so I know I'm working at the right exertion and then in 15 seconds time everything is going to increase a little bit more so two more strokes one more and let's push harder with the legs faster drive complement that with a faster recovery and hopefully you're around 28 strokes a minute and do notice that at neither end of the stroke do I pause maybe that change from rolling forwards to then pressing there's like a tenth of a second transition but at the back I'm not pausing with the handle against my chest I'm also not throwing it away it's all rhythm and flow I say it a lot 
because it's true if you want to find a nice flow because this will help your breathing too if you can find a rhythm in and out you can match a breathing pattern to it unless you're talking the whole, <laughs> whole way through the row 10 seconds three more strokes I think one two three here we go last minute get that rate and power into the machine however fast you want to go if you want to go full power and high rate as long as you're in control that's perfectly fine by me 30 seconds push straight arms only pull at the back hang off the handle at the front let your legs do the work at the front here we go three two one oh amazing well done so keep whew, moving don't worry about anything technique wise right now just move rather than coming to a full stop and then in whew, five seconds time we'll just think a bit more about body positions so just return to the right positions straight arms at the front forwards tilt slide to shins vertical and you're really regressing back towards that first minute of the warm-up where it's not about power it's just about connecting feet to arms and this should be enough of a connection to help you cool down rather than just stopping but if you're wearing a heart rate monitor you should also be working at a intensity where you can see your heart rate dropping okay so I started this well this kind of same one where I was going to focus on the tilts and stuff I was at 125 beats per minute I'm now down at 109, 108, 107 so even though I'm moving my body's recovering okay this is just about keeping things flowing get the blood pumping around your body the muscles are flushing out CO2 oxygen and carbon dioxide are doing their transfer thing right where am I? I'm going to stop here 
you can of course continue to row okay make sure you cool down remember i do have a proper cool down up here just search for cool down or you might find it in the menu uh, and you should see it and there's a little stretching section at the end of that in case you want to do that because so i do recommend stretching your quads your hamstrings and your glutes if nothing else possibly your shoulders as well depending on uh, I mean, if you are the kind of person that pulls too early, but you'll also end up with kind of sore-ish shoulders, so you might want to stretch them. All of that's contained in the stretching thing. Um, eventually, on this Zero to Hero program, I am going to start incorporating the stretching at the end, uh, when we get into like kind of the, the end game of this and the rows do get a lot tougher, I'll add in the stretching section. Uh, but for the time being, they're not here, because I don't know whether you're going to do something else, go do weights, which is what I'm going to do next. Uh, so yeah, so, and plus I don't want to waste your time. There we go then. So I hope you enjoyed that one. Now, I wonder if this one's going to crop up again. <laughs> We've already done it twice with a minute rest. We've done it three times with a minute and a half rest. I wonder if it will come back. Hmm. You'll have to wait and see. <laughs> okay, so... Um, uh, what should we do? I was about to... I was thinking of a, a hashtag um, to put for if you're going to post on your socials there. And I'm kind of thinking, is se second time lucky? like a two so two nd time lucky second time lucky doesn't really mean anything but hey it's coming to my head so let's do that so if you're going to post and say that you did this and you're going to post a screenshot of your monitor then you can use the hashtag second time lucky or you can just use the hashtag roll along i mean it's up to you but yeah that way it lets people know what they're doing and you know what sharing is caring so share with other people and they might kind of go wow and you never know someone else might see how you're getting on in the machine and be feel inspired themselves to do it okay never never Kind of never be shy about sharing what you're doing uh, and never like fail to take inspiration from others whether they're slow or so sorry whether they're slower than you uh, or whether they're faster than you you can always take inspiration from someone else there's a guy that got in touch with me i'll be really quick here guy got in touch with me last night kind of saying oh i've oh, I just started rowing and i've been rowing for a couple of weeks and i've just realized that everything i'm doing is completely wrong and i feel so deflated and blah 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 and i'm like no because not only did you make the decision to start rowing in order to try and get fit, not only did you join a gym in order to make that happen, not only have you been rowing for a couple of weeks, but you've got to a point where you've realized, hang on, I'm not sure if I do this right, if I'm doing this right, so therefore I'm going to reach out to someone, in this case me, and ask. And it's like, how many people just bludgeon their way through something, having absolutely no idea what they're doing, and then they kind of... It, by that point, it's too late. They've got really bad uh, muscle memory for the technique and stuff. So I'm saying, you've done the best thing you can, which is you got started and then you've come to someone and asked for help. That's really all you can ask. So remember, share, your, share what you're doing with people. Don't do what I don't do and bore people. I get to see people glazing over when I start to talk, talk to them about rowing. But yeah, but find the balance. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> maybe that should be the hashtag, find the balance. So there we go. I'm going to say goodbye because this ending has gone on a bit too long, but hopefully you've been rowing uh, through this ending anyway until you're nice and cooled down and you can then go and do whatever you want to do next. So maybe next you're going to, uh, tomorrow the day after, you're going to do the next in the series of the Zero to Hero program, in which case I look forward to seeing you there. Or maybe you're going to do one of my other roll-along workouts that's up here. It's entirely up to you. You do what you do. You know you do what's best for you, okay? I'm not going to tell you what to do. Um, but until I see you again, hopefully, please take care. Be well. Bye-bye.